Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Sugar Crepe Show. I know I've been gone. Um, I've just been busy with personal projects and other people's projects, and I'm just glad to be back finally talking to you guys. Um, this week, man, it's just been crazy. So um, I've always wanted to start up a meetup group because um, I don't know if you ever use the app or self or the website. It's it's really cool. It's a, it's a place where common people can you know meet up for like you know football games or drinks or you know music so um i signed up to a lot of them in la and just don't get me wrong just a lot of them didn't they were just overwhelmed or so congested so the point is like you know when you go to these meetings you're you don't have enough time to tell you about your your you know your i guess your resume and stuff like that so you don't really have time to really connect with other people about music stuff or what they're going through so i created this meetup group called bedroom producer society and it's strictly you know us bedroom producers or any kind of producers that have uh can be able to share um beyond the music and i created that for that source and so luckily um my guest this week, I met him through there. Um, his name is Daniel C. Miller. He created this app called Tone Tip. It's fucking genius app. I, I just see it going beyond than it originally, you know, is made for. You know, I talked to Daniel um, behind the scenes and just like, I'm just amazed by the creation of it. So um, it's really cool. I had a great time, you know, sitting down and interviewing him, trying to dissect a little bit more about the app and what's its potential. So I'm just excited for you to guys to meet them. Hey, how's it going? Very well. How about you? Good, 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 man. I, I just appreciate you coming on and talking about Tone Tip. I just absolutely been geeking out with it. It's just been so much fun just to see what, you know, what it, like, what, what it can do besides being just a regular hyperlink, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So you've given it a try? Yeah, yeah. So right now I'm kind of reconstructing my uh, camps site. So I I used um, this other source. It's called Camp. Uh, yeah, Campsite. And basically, what they do it's the same thing, but they don't provide that audio frequency that you give, which I think is just a fantastic idea in that sense. Yeah, yeah. That way you can just instantly link with your audience. Right. Is that what you were trying to, when you were developing this, was that one thing you're like, wow, there, I get it with hyperlinks, but there needs to be something added to it to make it a little bit more, you know, adaptable to our circumstances right now. Uh, it was, the idea came years ago and it was initially, it was just to have one link, uh, like a QR code, like an audio QR code. And then after talking to a, a few other um, producers in the radio area, they said, well, there's, there's really three things they want, a phone number, website, or an address. And then more research led to, well, let's have three links because it's more than just one thing. And um, initially it was just, like I said, it was going to be a hyperlink, but with QR codes, the challenge with that is it's like a Forrest Gump's box of chocolates uh, where you never know what you're going to get. Right. So we thought we should have a consistent interface. So every time a user uh, gets an audio hyperlink, they've got a consistent presentation to them. So that's why we created the app. It's not just going to a, a 
a website somewhere it's going to a consistent presentation yeah and i think that's the one thing that it struck out so well is that it does it has a dedicated spot instead of being like oh, sending this you know sending your audience to somewhere else and yeah. either they have to learn how to you know adapt with it so which i find it so interesting is that audio frequency the particular frequency i think you use 14 kilohertz 14,000 kilohertz and then 19,000 kilohertz. What what made you choose those two frequencies? Uh, it's because of the platforms, the restriction with the platforms, with uh, platforms being like YouTube is a platform, TV is a platform, radio is a platform, uh, uh, SoundCloud. Uh, there, they, there's different frequency limitations. Uh, with uh, radio and TV, it's limited to 15 kilohertz. Oh, wow. The problem is at 14 kilohertz, uh, people in their 30s can hear if the amplitude or the volume is at a certain level, you can hear that 14 kilohertz tone. And uh, people over 30 uh, generally can't. Um, but I thought, well, okay, what's in then in streaming media, a lot of streaming media like YouTube and Vimeo, they go all the way up to 20 kilohertz. So at 19 kilohertz, stepping back from that, um, nobody can hear the 19 kilohertz at a, as a normal volume. So it's nice to use 19 kilohertz whenever you can in uh, YouTube and Vimeo and those other platforms that support it. And then um, using the 14 kilohertz where you have to. And the, the difference is that it, with the 14 kilohertz, since you're lowering that amplitude, mm -hmm. the distance between the speaker and the microphone of your uh, smartphone, since the amplitude is lower, it has to be closer to your speaker, where with 19 kilohertz, it, you know, it'll work to, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 feet. So that's terrific. It'll work in a stadium. Oh, wow. So like 19 kilohertz kind of gives you a little bit more room to, to stretch out in a way. Yeah, for the... a lot more room. So if you had a band performing on stage, uh, with high quality uh, audio systems, they would be using the 19 kilohertz and they could reach every one of their listeners could have uh, whatever the band producer wants to uh, provide to the listening audience to the, you know, the people in, in the, not only in the stadium, but also any, any media that's reproduced online. Uh, there could be uh, audio hyperlinks in there to connect with their audience. Ah, okay. Describe how it kind of picks up these frequencies. So we have 14 and 19, right? So we place these in between our ads or any, or even our music mm -hmm. and the, the, you know, tone tip is supposed to, the app itself is supposed to pick up that certain frequency. Can you describe like the whole process of that? Uh, the process of detecting it? Yes, exactly. Um, well, it's a, it's a simple process. It's uh, the, Tone tip is actually an eight character uh, file reference number. When the producer puts their information into the uh, app, the headline image and links, it saves it into a file and it's an eight character um, file reference number. And then it, that gets encoded into audio, mm. either 14 or 19, or in some productions, you, you may decide to use both. If you're putting on Vimeo or YouTube, uh, just go ahead and use both. Um, and then the smartphone will listen. It's listening for both those 14 kilohertz and the 19 kilohertz tones. And then it decodes those and it will turn it back into a eight character file reference number. 
and then it will take that reference number and it'll go to the database and then pull in the information that the producer had put in there. So, so if you produced a uh, an audio hyperlink for your music and it was number uh, lucky number seven seven seven, yeah, it gets encoded into uh, audio, um, and then whenever that's played, the the tone tip app detects it and says, "Oh well, that was lucky number seven seven seven. Let me go ahead and look up that information in the database, um, and then oh, here's the information, the headline image, and links from that. Let me display it back to the users." So, it's, so so then it pulls up the file itself. So basically what it does, it detects the number, correct? And then mm -hmm. goes back to the database like, oh, here's Sugar Brown's uh, file right here. Boom, yes. here, I'll display it. Okay, so that's pretty cool. I think it's me, I'm looking like, like not only for that sense, but like I can imagine like you're like this past weekend with the Super Bowl, some artist has their song, right? And they put in oh, yeah. at the end or the middle of the ad however they want to do it. And then all of a sudden it pops up in like, you know, 50,000 phones. I think that's just like yeah. amazing how that could be easily accessible. Cause like you already see with regular phones, like it'll like rec like Google maps will recommend you restaurants. I don't know if you noticed that it'll recommend yeah. you like any location that you're nearby. And it's just like, imagine that if you could do that with audio, like you're passing by, like uh, you're in the, like you're in the mall, right? Correct, and you're listening to music, and all of a sudden it pops up. It's like, hey, do you want to listen to Maroon 5's brand new album? Boom. Yeah, I, I think it's just that. In that sense, I'm just like, it blows my mind in that world. I don't and know how, something like a mall, you could even have the uh, the mall, uh, the um, vendors that are in the mall. If they're if they had a restaurant, and they have an extra supply of, I don't know, let's say cheeseburgers. And they really want to push the cheeseburgers, then they could have a, a coupon go out for 50% off on their, their cheeseburgers or, uh, you know, or if somebody, uh, another store has excess inventory of a particular product, they want to move it or it's the end of the season, then there's, yeah, there's those opportunities in the, in the mall as well. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I think that's just, it's, it's just a crazy idea that like, you know, that we can inf implement if information audio right or like a frequency and you know push customers too like yeah i don't know if you notice in costco they'll put certain things at the end right the sales and stuff so it lingers you to get there closer and you're like oh i see paper towels are over there and let me go grab a roll and then you yeah. just continuously so i can imagine that and be in the grocery store and all of a sudden you're, you're you get a notification that bread like a certain brand is like half off or it's on clearance and stuff like yeah. that so it's um yeah i can imagine that sense and it's incredible dave you've done it you know and you know at your retirement you know you you've done your you know you've worked already and then you're like you know what let me develop something is that what what's going through what made i guess what made you you know have that drive to continue because when you think when you're tired you just want to ah, let me you know chill at the golf course and that's it but like what how, what what was that ambition for you to continue on on working? Um, I think it's uh, thinking about this this kind of capability. It's it's like uh, text hyperlinks on web pages, or it's like QR codes, and now it's going beyond that, and it's something that I'm to do something that you think is going to change the world, the way that the world communicates. Um, that's what motivates me because I think, wow, this this could really change the way 
that we uh, interact with the world around us. Oh, hands down. I think so. I, you know, I mean, we're already having in like Alexa, you know, we can say, hey, Alexa, can you get me brand new pants? And then Alexa will buy it from Amazon. So it's like, since we have that technology, why don't we, you know, implement that with, you know, music or, you know, like we said, grocery stores. And it's just incredible. Like, I know we were talking about previously, we met through Meetup and you were talking about how, you know, you retired from the Navy and how you, from the Navy, you were, you were in charge of, um, correct me if I'm wrong, if you were in charge more of like the, like, like the technology of development or something like that, or am I, am I totally wrong with that? No, no, it's close. It's uh, integrating new technology on Navy ships. Wow. See, like that's, <laughs> that's a whole nother world. So is that uh, right now, is it the, the two things comparable? Like, is it kind of pretty easy to go through everything? In, from a systems perspective, yes, because it's just, I see all the different pieces of the system and, and what has to be done to connect them together. And just like with the Navy, I could see the, the overall, the big picture and the big impact and how things are connected. And then it was a matter of pulling the team together that had expertise in those different areas uh, to enable that new technology. Oh, wow. So that's what, what I see here is, well, I've got this new technology and I put together a team and we've developed this new uh, technology. Now the next step in that is uh, deploying that technology. And that's where um, the next challenge is going to be getting out to the media producers like yourself and uh, the broadcast area and radio and TV and then the streaming uh, media with YouTube and Vimeo and those influencers. So that's, that's the next step. So yeah, I, I see how it's it's uh, it's related to what I had done with my Navy work from the system development perspective. And there's always challenges, and it's uh, and but I can see how they can be overcome, and then it's working to overcome those challenges. Yeah, it's it's incredible. It's like you almost you know you were serving right, and you know you're helping to for you know develop technology and to make it better and faster you know work life or life you know uh, weaponry or you know it's just it, it's really awesome that you've never stopped. You were like you know you come from the navy, you have that work ethic, and you just can't stop. I've I've had friends that are veterans too, and they're just they they can't stop working because they're so used of that that day schedule that, you know, yeah. waking up super early and just like having that ambition. So um, did, did, w what influences ha from the Navy that you've got that's really helped you? Um, not only beyond tone tip, just life in general. I'm always curious about that. I think, well, you mentioned the, uh, the work ethic is one and then about a, a, a career of, of service where I look at this as a, uh, you know, being able to serve, serve the needs of other people uh, and just thinking about, you know, what, what's out there and how, how people, not only for, for you know, it, it can also work for people that have issues with uh, hearing where they don't quite hear something and now information can show up on their, their smartphone related to uh, the media that they're consuming. Um, yeah, I didn't even think about that, that it can help people with, you know, hearing loss or deaf people that they just, you know, they, you know, 
you go in the grocery store, they can't, you know, hear nothing. And but yet they have a notification like, by the way, if you want, there's ice cream that's like half off or beyond that. Or have you updated your health insurance? You know, something like that. I think it's it's tremendous. I you know, it's funny how you brought that up. I didn't even think about that, like how something little like that can change someone's whole life. They can, it could change the lifestyle, can change them. You know what I mean? So I think you're just doing such a, it, it's, it's a bit, it's crazy. Cause we were talking previously and I'm just like, with all the guys and I was like, we're point, we're pitching ideas. And I just like, was like, wow, the whole, is it kind of freaking you out in a way? Are you like, kind of like, are you just like phased? You just got, you know, horse, you know, shades and you're just going. I'm just, I, I see this goal and I, I'm just going for it. Every time that there is a, a hurdle that we end up uh, overcoming, it's uh, I get this renewed feeling of, wow, it could be like we, we ran a test on the on a radio station and I had uh, five different uh, smartphones sitting out there, combination of Androids and iPhones. And so these five smartphones pop up with the, uh, the tone tip screen. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, wow, this is amazing. This could be millions. Yeah. So no. that that's the thing is now it could be millions, not just for radio, but you mentioned like the, the uh, Super Bowl where it, with any of the, the sports events, you may end up with new players out there. And now you could have, you know, it could pop up with the profile of that players and go, oh, who's this, who's this new guy or who's this new girl and what are their stats and where do they come from? And like wow this looks really good so it's it's just a way of getting more information or getting access to the information that you want uh, when you want it yeah it's 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 tremendous it's kind of um like i don't know just like i can just see it picturing in the future just like like no one really has to they're like you know the the purpose of the future is like to live in a better life right to make it easier than we are living now but see, like seeing this and actually seeing how it happens, it's like it's 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 insane. It's like oh wow, this is actually coming in picture. You're already testing it, and um, yeah, that's why I was like, if it could, if it could go through, if it could be very like versatile, which it is, it's just you know, it. I think that's it's it's a bigger picture than it really is if that makes sense it's not just helping musicians or you know or podcasters it's helping people like wherever blue collar people anybody that can need that help of um audio and um i definitely approve it and i think it's amazing what you're doing i think it's great for musicians because uh well for a lot of areas but specifically for musicians that a lot of times they're struggling with connecting with the audience or with getting the information out on just think every time, every time that the song plays, uh, there could be a tone tip in there with a message that shows, oh, here's the band schedule. Here's the band merchandise. Uh, here's the highlight on the musicians, whatever the media producer wants to put in there. And that's with every, every time that that song is played uh, that can show up. Yeah, that any moment that can happen. It can be in the shower. It can be like you know what I mean. Like that's the thing. It's like yeah. you're not you're not having to invest in real estate, right? You're not investing in billboards. You're not having to invest in buildings. You're literally yeah. just having people 
you know, it, it's just crazy. It's, it's all digital. It's kind of like what NFTs or the cryptocurrency right now is yeah. going on. It's, I think it's, it's something that people should take advantage of, especially like beyond music, like in the medical field, you know, remind people, take their vaccine or remind people that, or even, you know, political, remember to vote and something like mm-hmm. that. So it's like, I don't know. It just, it's really, really amazing how you come from, like, how long did it take you to initially start the idea of Tone Tip? Uh, well, the, the idea started, hmm, it started about seven, actually seven years ago. I had the idea because I was just driving down the road, listening to the radio and I heard the name of a book. And I was in busy New Jersey traffic and I thought, well, I can't write this down. I, I'm not going to type it in my phone because I'll, you know, I'll kill somebody or run the car off. The road. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then I heard a dial tone and I thought, well, that's easy. Just take a tone and put it into the message and, and, you know, make it a unique tone and then connect it with the information. Um, and then I, I thought, well, that must be out there already. Then I searched and couldn't find it. And then it took, it took years to find the right algorithm to take something that, uh, rather than something like a dial tone that's audible to something that's um, nearly inaudible and then getting on the smartphone platform. So all this development took, uh, it took some time. Plus I had my Navy full-time job, which is um, you know, you wake up in the morning and you're working and you go to sleep and you stop working. Right. It's like grueling hours and you're just like, but it's, it's amazing that you had enough energy to do that, like to have a second gig on the side and just, you know, and now you're doing it full time. And is it like, just looking back at your life and just all, you know, going through everything, like what's been the most challenging um for yourself like just just in general i was always curious about um, the most challenging yeah the most challenging thing that i've done is probably qualifying to run for the boston marathon really yeah it's not running it that thing is because in order to be entered in to be able to put your name into the boston marathon you have to run at a certain speed in another marathon so that means running several marathons before you even get to the point where you can enter the Boston Marathon. Really? Oh, I thought it was like, I thought anybody could sign up for it. No, no. Wow. Time. Okay. So I always ran the certain time. So it was uh-huh. good as I end up getting older, then my time stayed the same, but the requirement ends up going down as you get older. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. But yeah. that's, that's amazing. Yeah. I've heard many like just tales of like prepping for yourself for a marathon because like you know people just think oh i'll just run for two hours it's like you're not just running for two hours you're running for like six plus hours grueling heat if if, depending if it's in the summer um but yeah how was that um finish because you you so you competed with the boston marathon correct Mm -hmm. Yeah. and then so after you how was the feeling crossing that line, the finish line? Oh, that was that was cool. You know, the crossing the finish line, it was uh, uh, it was just exciting to see the all the people at the end just cheering you on. And actually, uh-huh. it wasn't just at the end; it was all along to to run in Boston. It's um, all along the way. There's people cheering you on. There's um, 
Yeah, and it was some some years. It's really terrible, grueling weather in right. like in the 30s and 40s and rainy and drizzly. And uh, when I ran it the last time, it was in the uh, 70s, which is oh, warm. Yeah, uh, but there were all kinds of it was a, just a beautiful day. All kinds of people out just cheering you on, and it was uh, you know even if you start to feel tired, there's just somebody like yeah, go, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like my legs are killing me, but you know I gotta keep going. I gotta keep going. And that, in that sense, can you, can you kind of like see that it relates into your life and now that you're like, you know what, when you want to relax, you're like, no, I just got to keep moving or take it that first step. Cause I, I always talk to, you know, younger producers and they're like, oh, I, I, you know, I feel like I just, I keep going, I keep going and nothing improves, but they, they just want to stop short. Is there any advice you can give like myself, you know, that wants to keep going for that goal? or, you know, try to achieve something? You know, I think you're a, a very good role model because not only are you just, if, if you're doing the same thing all the time and you're not getting improvement, uh, then you need to change. You need to do something else and then try, and you're trying different things in different areas. And then what works well, um, you continue to focus more in that area and what doesn't work well, either it's not your strength or maybe it's not what people want. Um, and then you just focus on your areas of strength. So I think uh, being persistent with your pursuits is important, but then being able to uh, change uh, is, is important as well. Mm. And learning to accept that it's not failure, it's just maybe not meant to be for that's you, you know that moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. everything isn't really a uh, a failure. It's in the 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 really the global sense because if you fail at something that you've tried, well, you've learned something from that, and maybe you've learned that uh, if you're let's say you're creating some new music and you know, it's not really accepted by a lot of people or a lot of people don't like it. Well, maybe it's just not, you know, what, what do you learn from that? Is it the way that you played? Is it, is it the, uh, the venue that you were in or the, the crowd that you're connected with? Or is it just that style of music isn't, isn't that popular? But if, um, then if you adjust, you see artists uh, adjust as well. They'll have one style of music and they'll adjust a little bit to uh, some other style of music. Yeah, no, I, that's why I tell a lot of the, like the young producers or even, you know, talking to friends in general, just like you, you change when you, you know, it's not like you're changing yourself. You're just changing your route. Correct. You're like, yeah. you're, you're not, you're not changing your, your, I guess your attitude and things. You're just, you know, you're not changing yourself physically. You're just, you know, you're moving in different directions. So if you're, for instance, you're making this type of music and you fell out of love, it's okay to step away from that and move on to something else. Cause at least a lot of people my age, they tend to, they tend to struggle when it comes to acceptance of, you know, of society. You know what I mean? Like they just like, they want to make stuff that, you know, gets approval for society. And for me, I, I just said, you know, screw that. I'm, I'm going against the grain. And for me, I just want to, I want to do stuff that makes myself happy. You know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. focusing on yourself, not saying don't focus on others, but currently if you, you know, like what are you doing right now? You know, what, 
instead of you know sitting on your couch and watching you know daytime tv all day you're like screw that i want to keep working on a pro you know a, a device that will change my life and others yeah so i just i that's what i kind of want to do when i'm older as well like just keep growing and growing because i feel like you just never do you never stop growing you never stop yeah if you keep keep learning and keep growing and keep changing Right. And, you know, I think it's, I think it's fantastic. I'm just blessed that you got a chance to come up on the podcast and just kind of, you know, talk about tone tips. So, so, um, Daniel with that, um, what, so how do people get tone tip? It's a, it's an app itself. So they, they can download anywhere on iOS and Android. Yeah. The app store, just search for the word, uh, tone tip as one word. And it's both on uh, Apple and Google, uh, then it could be downloaded. And then the next challenge is going to be uh, connecting with media producers uh, like you to be able to create the content that has those tone tips in it. Because right now the app is, it's a little bit like a web page mm-hmm. or it's like a web browser without any uh, hyperlink documents. Okay. You know, you've got the app, but we need uh, producers to be able to create that content and start adding it into it. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm definitely going to start adding it like towards the end of like, you know, example, this podcast. And um, I'm even thinking about music. I think it'd be really interesting to see how it can be like, I'm thinking of creatively, like there's that certain frequencies that 14, 19 K, I think it'd be interesting to add like some like wave sounds of ocean just to kind of, I don't know. I'm just thinking of it more in the producer mindset, but, Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm, I'm off, I'm on board on this. And I think it just, it's, it's just a game changer in not only in the music industry, but I think in life in general. Oh, wow. Wow. I think, yeah, I think music and broadcasting, yeah, it, it is going to change. Yeah. In many ways it could, could change uh, people's lives. Yeah. And I'm just excited for everybody in the audience to check it out, but yeah, thank you so much, Daniel, for your time and You're hopefully welcome. people will check it out and, you know, go with that. So I'm so happy that Daniel got to sit down. I was, when he, we talked in through meetup, I was just excited. I was like, man, we got to sit down and I would love to interview you more about it. Um, so my audience could see it. Cause guys, I think this is the future I, I think i see it being coming something huge you know in you know we're, we're talking about in an interview like it, be, it being in you know at the super bowl or like places that you walk in the grocery store and then you know your music pops up your you know your podcast pops up so um i'm just excited and luckily he gave me a promo code for you guys to use and if you use tt-sugar20 you'll get 20 percent off on your first plan and honestly it's fantastic i just see in the future being amazing and um just take advantage of it um especially us producers i think it'd just be amazing to see what this carries on and it's going to be in a bigger bigger picture and i just believe in it i i I hardly any promote any products that i don't believe in this product i really really believe in and i I just see a huge future of it you know just be even beyond music or podcasting just you know i think this is going to help you know even people that have hearing issues and they need to know where like the you know what's what's the sale on bread you know i mean it's just there's a bigger picture on this and it's it's amazing product so go check it out tonetip.com and 
make sure to use the promo code TT-SUGAR20. Um, but yeah, guys, that's going to be pretty much it. And also join the Bedroom Producer Society um, on Discord. Um, we're going to do every Saturday, every other Saturday, um, it's going to be... Uh, a Zoom call, and we it's its very intimate. It's like less than 20 people. Um, I'm going to try to make more events, like time slots, but for now, it's just less than 20. So we all can be able to talk and share our music and kind of, you know, just even ask questions about what we're going through and stuff like that. So I'm just so excited for the future of this year, and um, um, I'm just pumped, guys. Oh, oh.